Welcome to the Horny Jungle. We got horny games. Gonna hunt you down horny style and take some horny names. Welcome to Horny Jungle. Horny Jungle. Look at this Horny Jungle. We got horny coconuts. Welcome to the Horny Jungle. What I mean, coconuts, I mean nuts. Real man's nuts. Horny Jungle. Real man's nuts. Horny Jungle. Talking about coconuts, also boobies. Horny Jungle. Horny Jungle. Oh, hey, hey guys. Oh, hey. Was oh. there a brass section in there? Uh, <laughs> music. <laughs> everybody welcome to new world pictures podcast where we're gonna watch every movie released by new world pictures i'm ryan with me as always is mark i'm just gonna say i'm feeling under the weather so if i cough or sneeze or say something really fucking stupid that's why that's a guarantee at least that last part and erica hey you guys want to uh take a ride in my helicopter it takes off and lands and takes off and lands could be <laughs> exploded as well oh. you never know <laughs> And it would be exploded because we are at the end of Feb War, Airy. No, we made it through Feb War, Airy, where we celebrate the war films released by New World Pictures, and we actually have a movie with some war in it. How about that? Mm, Is there war? I I miss the reporters. (laughs) I miss the reporting. You miss you like the raw reporting. I miss the court and the trials. Yeah, there is. Is there a real war in this though? I mean, there are Nazis. There's a sexy war. There's a horny war. Was there? Was there? (laughs) There's a horn war in the jungle. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Is there? Was were there a lot of British Nazis? I, I, according to this movie, yes. Okay. Okay. Because I, I was really confused. Also, I should say, guys, look at us together in Aww. person. Oh. In person like we used to do like back the when we started days. this podcast. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Can you imagine? That's what we, we used to do this all the time. Yeah. Thank God we're out in the jungle, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners may not know, there's probably a fleet of five episodes that we recorded like this that yeah. have never been released Ooh. Yeah. but when we, we'll release days, them for the right price <laughs> which is literally any amount of money no matter it could be very small a quarter, a quarter? Oh, i'm open God. to it Good starting enough encyclopedia starting brown at a quarter We're starting at a quarter We're starting at a quarter and a quarter everyone Aww, you, a quarter. you are the encyclopedia brown of this podcast ryan you really are thank you i try to solve little mysteries mm-hmm. just put it on the gasoline can and i'll collect it later anyway i'm just whatever useless fucking sidekick encyclopedia had did he have a dog i might be the dog at best <laughs> he, was I, the dog helpful i'm probably not the dog then <laughs> 
You, you guys are both helpful. Did you I'm have just, a kid you know, that you brought sandwiches to? I'm that kid. <laughs> you know, I I don't remember. I don't think so. Did he have a sidekick that never wanted to go and discover any mysteries? It just wanted <laughs> to a, stay home. Let's in this garage. He was Why leave a, this garage? Yeah. Did he have an that older brother mercy. sidekick who was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I that's could be you. that one. That's oh, you. Right. You could be oh, that awesome. guy. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing <laughs> a potential war film. Of course, we're talking about 1988's Hell Hunters. Are you hurt? No. Okay, when I say jump, you run to the street. She is the one. Where did my mother drown? The telegram says she drowned. I guess she just had trouble swimming with her throat cut. Who murdered my mother? I don't know who murdered your mother or why. But as God is my witness, I won't rest until I find out. Ah, now those were the days the streets were filled with happy music. Has there ever been such a gathering of well-meaning young men? You really don't know anything about your mother, do you? Amanda was a Nazi hunter. What kind of bullshit is this? My mother? Tomorrow I'm going to Paraguay. Hey, it's my diary. I'm coming too. Uh-uh. Leave me your address. I send it to you. Uh-uh. I'm going with you to Paraguay. They killed my mother. Please tell me. I want your word. You do everything I tell you to. Within reason. Don't worry. I'd sooner kiss a, a fish. <laughs> That's right. 1988's or 87's Hell Hunters brought to you by Josie's Gun Range. Celebrating this month, Employee of the Month, Allie. She may be a med student, but she's also an ace shot. Come by Josie's and help us celebrate Allie. You can watch her shoot. You won't be able to shoot as well, but you can stand right by her while she shoots because she should be the only one that shoots. (laughs) (laughs) Josie's! Josie's! That's a gunshot. That's a gunshot. You bet. <laughs> this one was directed and produced by Ernst Ritter von Tumer, who was more of a producer than a director, but he did direct New World's The Big Bust Out, a- aka The Crucified Girls of San Ramon in 1972, a um, women in prison film. So that New World released. Prior to this, he had directed Jungle Warriors. With Sybil Danning and Red Heat. You're shitting me. I'm not shitting on you. Not that Red Heat. <laughs> starring Linda Blair. This is his final directorial effort. Um, written by James D'Alessandro, who wrote the historical fiction book 1906 about the San Francisco earthquake. And Louise LaRusso II, who wrote The Closer. Not that closer. Mm. A 1990 film directed by our friend Dimitri Logothetis, the director of New World's Pretty Smart. That we direct, oh. we wow. interviewed him. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We interviewed Dimitri on, and I still wear the uh, the the. Uh, I I still wear the kickboxer, the kickboxer shirt to the yes. gym. Yeah. Not not one person has ever said. Why do you have a kickboxer shirt? <laughs> right. I'm right. too intimidated. What if you're a kickboxer? That's right. Yeah, they that's can't true. risk it. That's they can't risk call. it. Yeah. Sometimes kicks, kickboxers are very unassuming. And kickboxers. <laughs> kickboxers. Clearly, I play sportists. 
I'm an athletic. This stars Maude Adams, a two-time Bond girl, and also co-star of Angel 3, the final chapter. Oh. Until Angel 4. Uh, the final, final <laughs> chapter. The real final chapter. The real chapter. final chapter. <laughs> Around this time, Maude was also in the New World film Jane and the Lost City, so we have more Maude Adams to discover, so... We'll wait till then to get into more of Maude I Adams feel I, I learned about. everything I needed to learn about her in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's a huge part of this movie. <laughs> Does anyone else feel like every time we talk about a movie, we uncover five or six or more movies? Yeah, come on, Encyclopedia Brown. Like, What's going on with this? It feels this? endless. <laughs> it feels bottomless yeah. at this point. Yep, it's a bottomless well. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, here's where you can watch Hell Hunters if you want to watch it. Basically, your options are... Tubi. Tubi, Tubi. I did find a copy on YouTube, so you can watch it there if you want. <laughs> I don't think they're going to take that one. There's also an out-of-print DVD that came out, I think, in 2016, which is quite expensive. But you can get that if you want. Um, I didn't splurge for that one because it was a lot and just thought, eh, we got it We, we got it covered. I don't yeah. think there's any extras. so You I don't want to spend that much on a porn so wait which mo- which version would you recommend i mean they're all the same i i'm just okay well you, you, if you watch shit you, on my point there if you... but... <laughs> so all the versions the dvd <laughs> thank you okay thank you. there you go <laughs> definitely spend the money uh but it's time to find out what this movie is about let's find out what hell hunters is all about erica Start with you. What? Yeah. Start with Erica? Wow. Yeah. This is when we all get together, things yeah, change. Yeah, when we get together, things yeah, feels different. Feels different. We rewrite different. I think this movie is all about how hot and heavy it gets when you're in the jungle. Am I right? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Man. I used to think that, you know, airports and, you know, runways were the horniest places you could be. Mm-hmm. Or, you know... A, a prison or a prison filled with women could be the horniest place you could be. But this movie taught me, nope, this is a jungle. If, it if, is if, the jungle. If this podcast teaches you anything, it's where the the horniest places are. Yeah. And certainly all those places, places we've on this podcast experienced are very horny places. Mm-hmm. In fact, in this movie, there's a quote that the the one of the characters says, the jungle is the horniest place. That's why it's so full of life. Mm-hmm. So you're not wrong. This mm-hmm. movie reinforces your point. Yeah. I, that was, I, my, I, that I was my big takeaway. Uh, it wasn't on the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the VHS, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. It could be on VHS, too. I forgot. That's true. Uh, Mark, what is this movie about? Uh, this movie is the origin story. Oh. Of the mysterious poison that was going to be put into the L.A. water system by Velvet Von Ragnar in the movie that we talked about a few years yes, ago yes. titled Never Too Young to Die. That, yeah, this this is where this came from. So, so it was used somewhere. It was. <laughs> when you create a poison, when a movie talks about creating a poison for, say, 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. It may not be used in those 90 minutes, no. but there oh. could be another 90-minute movie <laughs> right. made Where a few can... years later 
starring Gene Simmons. You need a full 90-minute movie oh, just, to, just, starring... to, just to think about the fact that that's happening. Right, right. It plants the seed. Yeah. Got it's... it. I'm glad you said Gene Simmons. I was sitting over here like, did I watch that one? I can't <laughs> Yeah, remember. you did. Like, do you guys remember all the movies we've watched? Because I'm having a tough time. You would probably remember the theme song? From Never Too Young to Die? Oh, got it. All right, I'm back. I'm back, everybody. I'm back. I remember it now. Uh, for me, uh, this movie was about the the only way to see the real Paraguay is to go Nazi hunting. Mm. That's right. when you get to see the real. Right. That's country. the best excursion. That's the best way. Right. That's the you mm-hmm. gotta splurge for that tour. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, and you don't don't go cheap. You want to no. go for the yeah. real in the jungle tour. And your travel agent's gonna try to sell you on like the food tour, the cooking like, tour, and right. you're gonna have to really push no, no, no. to get I the Nazi, go Nazi hunting. hunting and tour. you're gonna be like, but wait, I don't understand. Like the, they say, it's excessive amount of walking. We're also gonna drive for a bit. We're gonna take a bus. We're also going to take a boat. We're going to be mm-hmm. on a helicopter. You're like, yeah. But we're only yeah. going to take off and land in the helicopter. That's right. it. Minimal. That's it. They right. say minimal mm-hmm. time on these But you're going to see waterfalls, which will make you really horny. <laughs> very, mm-hmm. very, uh, very. You might even have a chance to shoot down a helicopter. Mm. Ooh. So. I mean, wow. you got to take that tour. You that's the only way. That's, way. that's the way you see the country. Here's what Letterbox says this movie is about. We're on Letterbox, so give us a follow there. I can. am. I've never been on more pins and needles about the Letterbox. Let's description. see. Let's find out. A Nazi scientist wanted as a war criminal um, develops a spider serum that turns people into fascist Nazi zombies. Now, <laughs> I don't know if that's true because we don't know. This movie won't let won't tell you what happens. Nope. They, spider serum, yes. Yes. He did create a spider serum. And they apparently will follow your commands. Yes. The commander would be a Nazi. So, in theory, this is true. You just have to wait till Never Too Young to Die to find <laughs> to out. To really find right. out. Right. A pair of investigators. Oh. I'm sorry. Hold up. Pause. <laughs> a pair of investigators. That's not what I would call... Well, Tonio no, and Allie. That's not they're they're a mismatched pair. One is the daughter of an actual Nazi hunter who just found out her mom was a Nazi hunter as she died or when she died. And the other one is an actual Nazi hunter, and neither of them are investigators. Also, they have a third person with them. <laughs> also, they have them a not team a pair. with them, so they're <laughs> right. not really quite just a pair. Right. Also, that guy's name was Tonio? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tonio. Not Antonio. Just Tonio. Tonio. Yeah, lame Antonio. How dumb. Antonio was my father. I go by Tonio. <laughs> A pair of investigators who have devoted their lives to hunting down war criminals. Nope. Nope. Only one of them Devoted their lives? Only one of them. Of these supposed pair. Uh, again, a pair of, of, of investigators who have devoted their lives to hunting down Nazi war criminals set out to stop him. I mean, not really, but okay, sure. I mean, there, there's a... Well, I'll talk about this a couple of times, but there's a wide section of this movie in the middle where you're like, I'm guessing they're just trying to go to the bad guy's place. I'm not sure <laughs> what they're doing. I don't know why they have to keep... 
getting in and out of vehicles. They come up with terrible excuses to do so. But I'm ass- assuming they're on their way to the bad guy's place. But I have to assume that because I have no clue. The only person that's a legitimate Nazi hunter in this movie is Amanda. Right. Who... The, well, well, Antonio. Well, Antonio is her partner. Okay. Our, well, and Nelia. Well, no, you've already no, wasn't ruined. Amanda the... Amanda's the bride. Right, right. She was just a Nazi note, note taker. <laughs> She, she, she's, she's taking notes on all she's of She's a very passive water. hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 She got in there and married all of the relatives of Nazis mm-hmm. to get close right. to the Nazis. Right, right, right. right. Deep and then took a lot of notes. Deep undercover. Also, they never hunt hell. Which is worth <laughs> Not, pointing out. Never. No. Never. So, I just want to... I mean, for any... One who's listening that might be religious and thinks that this mm-hmm. might be a, have a religious bent. Yeah, worry no longer. Yeah, <laughs> worry no longer. Point. There's no hell. That's, that's why hunted. they're listening. <laughs> like maybe they can tell me if this is about them hunting hell because that might be too intense for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie's intense. Uh, and there's Just one thing I can hell. rely on is the New World Pictures podcast telling me whether these movies are too intense for me or not. <laughs> that's why I rely on this podcast. Uh, so, so we start out, uh, in a village and we meet what we don't realize is our main bad guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Cause it's Martin Hoffman, who's played by Stuart Granger, who did not pe- appear in any other new world movies, but he did star in Roger Corman's film, The Secret Invasion. Have but, we seen that one? No. <laughs> we have not seen that one. Are there you three other movies that, that sprung out of that one that we're going to discover when we do watch <laughs> right. it? We might watch. Who knows? We could watch that movie when this April when we celebrate Roger Corman's birthday. Oh. You never know. You never know. So it could be a surprise. It will always be a surprise in those episodes. But what is he doing in that village? He's inoculating the children of some disease. <laughs> what a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> It's so confusing. So what happens is then he's attacked and we see Tonio and Nelia come out shooting guns. He's arguably the worst Nazi. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. He's inoculating locals. <laughs> I don't... I was... What a shitty Nazi. <laughs> he's the worst. What a shit Nazi. You suck as a Nazi man. <laughs> so he looks like the hero being attacked and that's what's so funny about this movie so that's our first scene right the action shifts to rio de janeiro where amanda our mod adams is playing amanda she's getting married to carl who's played by william berger whose filmography is almost entirely italian films he uh, he's including tons of his spaghetti westerns such as a bullet for the general kioma and the first sartana movie uh, which is called if you meet sartana pray for your death but also other Italian films like Monster Shark and Strike Commando. And he was also in New World's The Big Bust Out that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, which was also shot originally in Italy. I feel like that'll be the title of my movie. If you meet Erica, pray for your death. You're going to be like, oh, please, God. I thought you were going to say The mistake. Big Bust Out. <laughs> I thought so, too. I thought so, too. The medium-sized bust out. <laughs> On a good day, decent bust out. <laughs> The decent bust out. Coming to theaters this summer. The half-ass bust out. The she-looks-tired bust out. 
she's going to bust halfway out through as soon as she out. gets this nap in. <laughs> she's got enough energy to try to bust out. One woman who was never less tired. <laughs> <laughs> she's Attempts gonna... a bust out, falls asleep mid-bust. <laughs> Busting out is really exhausting, guys. So, okay, so this is this is what we have. So we have Martin in the village yeah. inoculating children, being a terrible Nazi. Amanda getting happily married. And then we get footage of Carnival and mm-hmm. we right. get... Because he got married on Carnival. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we get this song. That's our opening credit sequence. Yeah. And you're like, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. Something amazing. What is happening? You're watching something amazing. And in that whole thing, there's what, maybe three lines of dialogue? For it's sure. Mostly, it, there's like one or two lines of dialogue in the jungle when he's inoculating. Yeah. And then it's like a quick, do you, I do, do you, I do, to and the streets. And then song. Boobies. And butt cheeks and yep. yeah. song and we're in carnival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they once stay to we pick the perfect day to get married. Yeah, that's right. And then we skedaddle over to Los Angeles to meet Amanda's daughter Allie, played by Candace Daly, who would eventually settle into the soap opera The Young and Restless for a couple of years before she passed. Oh. But uh, after she appeared in a few small roles. She was doing a few small roles in America, including she played Girl in the Hallway in New World's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Remember her in that? I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I, <laughs> I mean, she did a bunch of movies in Italy, including um, Umberto Lenzi's Cop Game and Claudio Fragasso's After Death Zombie 4. Ooh. But they follow this. So she does this movie first so this i'm imagining she did this movie because this is like a big role her role in cop game is not as big as this i don't think she's as big a role in after death well i I know what i'm watching when i get home (laughs) yeah after death oh for sure yeah for sure i mean i have the signed poster in my (laughs) you sure do you sure do it's a good one thank you very much you're you're so welcome (laughs) Um, so I, I imagine she did that because she wanted a lead role. She's just doing these small roles in America. She gets a big lead role in Italy, does a few other movies, comes back, eventually lands in a soap opera. Um, so this is a lead role for her because sadly, I mean, and I hate to be do spoilers here, but if you watch this movie, it's not going to be a spoiler for long because Maude Adams is not long for this movie. Surprise, no. surprise. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, but before she goes, we meet Heinrich played by George Lazenby, the one-off Bond, and the father from Mark's uh, aforementioned Never Too Young to Die, um, who said this about Maude Adams when he was asked about Hellhunters in 2018 by Bondorama. <laughs> were they desperate for stories? They were going through his whole filmography, <laughs> and they said, uh, you worked with other Bond actors during the year, such as Maude Adams and Hellhunters. And George Lazenby said, I love her, yeah. I knew Maude on a TV commercial we did in Venice. No, it wasn't Venice. Another place up there in northern Italy. And we fell in love. But she was in New York and I was in London after we left. And we didn't see each other again for years. I got a lot of respect for her. She's a true spirit. She's a true lady. Yeah, a good person to be around. 
What about the movie, George? Anything about the movie or any no need. funny stories? Oh, no need. love affair on yeah, that commercial. What was the product? What was the product? Imagining no that it was butter for some reason. It was definitely <laughs> spreadable butter. <laughs> Nothing gets you hornier than the jungle, but the second best thing is some spreadable butter. <laughs> If you took the spreadable butter to the jungle, imagine oh, what would Oh, shit. Somebody took the spreadable butter to the jungle. Everybody watch out. Hide your wife. <laughs> yeah, he definitely hooked up on that commercial. 100%. That's all he can remember. That's all he can remember. He Good for him. And you know what? It makes sense that... He doesn't remember much about Helen Hunters. All he can remember is that commercial. Because if you blink, you won't remember George mm-hmm. Lazenby from this movie no. either. And you're like, what were some of his lines? And you're like, you know what? There were 10 lines in the whole movie. Yeah, Hour and 39 right. minutes. I remember maybe 10 lines max. Yeah, but, he doesn't have many. But, uh, but, and, I'm, but I'm, and I'm thrilled to have him in this. But are you we, thrilled? To see him, I was like, yay, George Lazenby. But did we need him? Well, I again, I, I have to bring this up. And I mentioned it. Off air. Uh-oh. Off air. Oh, God. Ooh. Is this going to go? Is this no, it's go just. This guy was a. He was James Bond. Mm hmm. How, how hard did he need to, to crush some some paychecks that he was like, yeah, I'll be in this one? Sure. I Why mean, not? Apparently, he really needed to crush some paychecks. Seriously. He was doing a lot of small roles in movies, such as Never Too Young to Die and this. Guess what's not free? Spreadable butter. You gotta pay for it. It's not for free. Also, let's think about this. Let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. How hard would it be to transport spreadable butter in the steamy jungle? Hard. Oh. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. To keep oh, that wow, all wow, wow. together. Keep it cool. Keep you it have to cool. keep it cool. You gotta keep it cool. You gotta keep it spreadable. But not too cool or it won't be spreadable. Right. 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 I mean, what you really want to keep it frozen. Is that one of the upgrades we made? You can have ice cold spreadable butter if you're into that yes. kind yes. of thing. Yes. Erica, what yeah. we're talking about is whipped butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's whipped. Holy shit, somebody got out the whip. It's whip butter time. <laughs> Whippity whip. Super different from spreadable butter. Who it's a little this? more. <laughs> Who sang the song in the commercial? Was it Maude Adams or was it George Lazenby? <laughs> Which one? It was a guest singer. <laughs> it was Rick Diaz. They just, just... <laughs> oh, Rick shit. Diaz's brother. <laughs> Never gonna let that down. <laughs> Whenever no. Vic was like, you know what? I'm too busy this week. Rick, can you go in? And they're twins. Just <laughs> <laughs> Rick goes in, Spreadable and they're like butter. Vic, and he and he never. Rick res- has just that melodic voice. Rick it's will beautiful. not respond to Vic. They keep going, Vic. We need you, and he just sits there. <laughs> Vic, Vic, just sits there. Vic, it's time. He just he just starts seething in anger. This is such a visual gag. (laughs) It's on the podcast. It doesn't make any sense. We're not recording any. I'm just quietly watching you. No, and then I'm like, wait, no one can see him. Terrible idea. I know. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, I don't think we needed his character is, is my point. I don't know what you guys thought. Probably not. We didn't really need him. I thought, why the hell not? I, I, wish, mean, I felt like... There's plenty of characters in this movie that are movie, why the hell not. That's for sure. But recently we watched movies with tons of characters. So I was like, boy, there's a real lack, lack of characters here. No, that's true. This has a lot of characters. But it... I, well, Barely? Compared to Eye of the Eagle? Okay, well, yeah, sure. 
Well, it's the scientist and his million delegates. I mean, one thing that I took away, and I don't mean to Heinrich, jump ahead. Johan. Right. What, but what I'm saying is the scientist, what, what was his name again? The, the main scientist? Martin guy. Hoffman. Martin, Martin Hoffman. I admire, if there's something I loved about Oop. this movie, I admire Oop. how good he is at delegating responsibility. That guy never even leaves his house and he's built an entire Nazi empire. And he doesn't ever, he doesn't even leave a room. Yeah, and I he's mean, got a whole war chest on one, that, he's, on, he, that on, he's commanding. On one hand, you're paying a compliment to a Nazi, but you're also paying a compliment to the worst Nazi. <laughs> right. So A bad Nazi who's good at delegating, is what I'm <laughs> saying. Gotta get out of a tough situation. <laughs> Just lift up the lid and grab some spreadable butter. Ooh. Oh my God, Rick! <laughs> hey, man, I haven't seen you in ages. Oh, hey, yeah, they haven't called me for, to go into the scene. Vic, Vic, we need you. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to. I'm filling in for my brother, but they they're not calling me in. Vic, <laughs> I gotta go. My brother's not answering. <laughs> oh wait, aren't you trying to fill in for your brother? Yeah, yeah, I am. But they won't call me. Vic. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> so we meet Heinrich because Amanda and her new husband have taken a helicopter ride to Which meet. Which one's Heinrich? Heinrich is George Lazenby. Oh God! Um, George I, Lazenby. There's only like called four Heinrich, characters in this movie. I can't remember right, their damn names. It's hard names. to get them all straight. He's called Heinrich. It's those doing, difficult German names. Right. I guess. But he's got an American accent. Mm-hmm. He's sent to L.A. mid-film, never to return. Mm-hmm. I, I, apparently, he's a spy who's just been there, and he's somehow taken the serum back, but it got stolen. By Gene Simmons, it all takes. We, we <laughs> learn more about it in Never Too Young to Die, but but in in this movie, there's very little of him. But anyway, they go to see meet Martin, who is revealed to be a full blown Nazi. Now mm-hmm. we saw right. him inoculating children. Now we're like, he's like, ah, I'm a Nazi. And you're like, wait, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a you, 180. Were you just children? Were you just helping kids? Yeah. Well, this is I'm conflicted. And they um, and they easily discover that Amanda is head of a Nazi hunting group, but that is after Martin has revealed his nasty little plan to his nephew. Every year, some scientific expedition comes to these jungles, searching for some wondrous new plant or insect to help save civilization. I have succeeded. I have found these little spiders, no bigger than a fingernail, but giants nevertheless. It's that venom. It takes the will away from all living creatures. I'm glad to see you so happy, Uncle Martin, but uh, I don't quite understand. Carl, you're my only living relative. I need you here with me. I'm alone. Together with this serum, we can build an indestructible army. It can be fed into water systems, food supplies. We can control whole cities. That's mad. Wars aren't fought with bombs and tanks and soldiers anymore. It's uh, corporations and productivity, money. It's funny. I just thought it was still shot. It's still fought with soldiers and tanks and guns. Not according to Velvet Von Ragnar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so true. Also, I'm looking at my hand. And I know listeners can't see this, but 
pretty sure those spiders were bigger than my fingernails. <laughs> now, I might have particularly small fingernails. Maybe, maybe. But those seemed significantly larger than a fingernail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, if that sounds to the listener like a very exciting plan that is going to, like, that's very interesting, we may have already spoiled it, but don't worry. That plan's never going to be implemented during this movie. No, never. This never happens. Never. So it's going to be spoken about again a couple more times. But it will never occur. No. Uh, but, but you know, the, the, the plan goes awry because... <clears throat> um, Everybody's so horny. <laughs> everyone's so horny that they... And forget. the army is indestructible, but guess what? It's one weakness. Well, they discover ass. that Amanda has been keeping copious notes in her right, notebook. Right, and nothing, So they got to take her down. So they got to take her down. Nothing captures a Nazi so faster do, than notes. Do they send George Lazenby? His no. best man? No. 100% no. He sends El Posado. Right. Mm-hmm. Played by Brazilian actor Eduardo Conde. And you will know him as the man whose look you will want to steal. <laughs> White suit. Mm-hmm. Balding. But yeah. with a long, with a ponytail. long ponytail. I'm Gorgeous. talking mid, mid-back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. you can take out of the ponytail for an extra awesome look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so versatile. So yeah. versatile. But also, and this is key, the unibrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. have that unibrow. Yeah. Right. And also somehow is able to follow her onto the plane, but she doesn't see him two rows back. And well, he had that newspaper he up. He had a newspaper up. But <laughs> there's a couple things that are happening <sighs> in, in this movie that are worth pointing out. Besides the fact that Evidently, you don't need to show a ticket to get on a plane. Right. Well, yeah. So in the 80s, if you just entered a plane confidently, it was fine. Right. That was fine. I'm on this flight. Oh, well, there you go. By all Welcome. means. Welcome. Welcome, sir. Please sit wherever you like, I guess. I see you brought your own newspaper, so enjoy your flight. Also, you could ask anyone, a stranger or a friend, to book you a flight to Rio de Janeiro, and they mm-hmm. would do it. You don't need to give a credit card. Nope. They would just nope, go no, ahead no. and book it for yeah. you. They're like, yep, no you're big booked. Deal. You're booked. You're good to go. Get on that plane. Just make sure to pay us at some point. <laughs> well, that, or don't. Or don't. Or, or don't. don't. Yeah. We're not worried. It's totally fine. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, those two things, I think we take for granted how laissez-faire things were back then. Yeah. That you it, was, could it was better. Pick your seat. Someone else could book you that flight. You could also walk into any hotel and ask them to put something in the safe. No one asked what room you were in or if you were even staying in that hotel. It doesn't matter. You just walk up confidently and say, can you put this in the safe? And they'll always say yes. And just give you a ticket. You can come back for it later. No big deal. But would you agree that, that, uh, uh, what's his name with the ponytail? El Posado. El Posado. He does... He is kind of the Fredo of the of the Nazi family. Like, he has a little bit of a Fredo oh. look to him. Oh, uh, well, I thought you meant because he can never actually do what he's asked to do. <laughs> Does the Godfather have a lot of henchmen for those of us who haven't seen it? No. Is it heavy on henchmen? Fredo is the Godfather's son, and he is often a screw-up. But El Posado... Does he have a long ponytail? No. He is but balding. He, he, he is, is balding. balding. He is balding. And he does have He a... doesn't have a unibrow, but he has a mustache a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he uh and El Posado throws you off because he does do what he's asked to, which is to kill Amanda. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's told specifically not to harm Carl, 
and he nearly kills Carl many times yeah, until times. he just does kill Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. At Amanda's funeral. Mm-hmm. Like, yikes, dude. So very not good at his job. Mm-hmm. I also think cool. it's worth pointing out that if you were to come to an untimely demise in a foreign country, you don't have to be buried there. Oh, but this movie leads you to God. believe that wherever you die, you're going to be buried there. Amanda I thought for sure that buried. was what was happening. I thought that this is the rules. Mm. I thought it was the rules. I was yeah. buried at my desk years ago. <laughs> this old ghost just floating around doing the occasional podcast, cracking a joke here and there. Yeah. Check you're my still, desk. In reality, you're face down at your desk. Yeah. Check my desk. <laughs> Body's there rotten right everyone's, now. Everyone's like, she's, man, she's really snoozing it out over there. I just think it's sad because logistically her family's going to have to come presume, from presumably Los Angeles. Sure. Every time they want to go visit old grandma, yeah, they've got to go to Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where she's buried with her other fa- Oh, no, no other family members. Yeah, she's nope. just there just by, by herself. herself. Just by herself. But doesn't that add like an air of mystery? Well, she's bury a- me somewhere mysterious. Just so people are always like, why there? And you're like. Right. I got to take know. a trek. Yeah. There's a map. I love, too, to that when she dies, a woman goes in the bathroom and then runs out saying, a beautiful woman was oh just killed. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> that so much. Had to she, said, uh, she says, a woman is murdered. A beautiful blonde woman is what she says. I rewound it many Which times. She's 50% right on that. She's, she is beautiful, but I don't know why anybody would look at and go, oh, my God, what a beautiful corpse this I'm looking at right now. It's so pretty. Also, not blonde. Not blonde. Well, I mean, in a moment of trauma, you kind of, you don't, you miss some of the details. Maybe she died like. <laughs> right. Are you saying with that their the, legs stretched out? You, with their legs stretched out. Are you saying the curtains didn't match the carpet? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful blonde bush. Brunette hair. <laughs> Gorgeous golden blonde bush. She, right. They were, the first take, she well, ran she out and said. she was wearing that oversized a woman like, was just, skirt and a shirt. Woman was, mm-hmm. A woman was just killed in there. A, a totally naked, beautiful woman <laughs> with a blonde bush was just killed in there. Beautiful, and the, beautiful. I love that the direct, line so much. The director much. was so like, great. cut, cut, cut. We're not, we're not going <laughs> right. to dive into her bush. I, no, I, I'm only cutting just because we just don't have a lot of time. That's Sorry, all. guys. Not because try- I don't like what you're doing. I love what you're doing. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be morbid here or gross. It's just we've been talking about the jungle a lot. Super horny, so, guys. Right. Sorry. Well, I mean, forgive it, me. We've been, mentioned, we've been mentioning the jungle super, a lot. Yeah. Cannot blame so. you. <laughs> so then Allie is at the shooting range. Mm-hmm. With her super horny friend. No, super where horny she friend. Works. She and she's there. asked where she learned to shoot. And she says, I used to work here. I mm-hmm. used to to work here mm-hmm. well they didn't have oh. matching with their 401k that's she right just couldn't she had to, i have to go get a job mm-hmm. at usc yeah. but yeah. right and not only does she work in the fire range but she's all she also gets a telegram there mm-hmm. so they also have telegram service still sends her also there. the guy that brings it to move. her says i a, a telegram came for you and it looks really important do telegrams have a this is a really important one right Right. message on top of I, I have as someone uh, who's never had a telegram yeah, I've looked at a lot of telegrams out of my periphery and I can tell this one's important <laughs> so you just you get you you know when you've seen plenty of them you know and then she says she's got to go to Rio de Janeiro and ask her friend to book the reservation which her right. friend says sure I'll take on that two thousand dollar burden <laughs> no big deal right. I got this 
You're in a you're in a time of need. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you your mom's dead and you're a crack shot. Who am I to say no? Mm-hmm. You're holding the gun. I'll book it. You've got the gun. <laughs> okay. Um, there's She's a big... like, hey, remember when I helped you move that one time? Book me a flight to Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> I gotta find my dead Nazi. I didn't have any of that pizza you offered. I took no pizza so that Mm -hmm. your favorite could be this Mm -hmm. spending $2,000 on a flight to Rio de Janeiro. Also, I think her friend has never been with a man because the way she (laughs) describes men. (laughs) Maybe she doesn't like men, Mark. Questionable. But she keeps saying, Don't you want a big hairy beast on you? And it's like, Wait, what? I don't think to speak like she thinks. You know, a heterosexual woman might like right. to. She's just. Don't you like leg hair? Mm-hmm. Right. She's like, I guess. I don't know. I like. I find men disgusting. Ooh, so I'm doing my he best had a hot to figure patch it out. on his lower back. <laughs> yeah, where he has a a hurt. He has a sore Sciatic. muscle. It was salon pass. He was really just working. He's <laughs> got Salon pause patch. <laughs> Don't you want his salon pause in your pussy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying dental. to guess because I don't. I like girls, so I don't know what it's like to have a guy. No idea. <laughs> um, there is a big shootout, like I said, at the funeral, and that's where Allie meets Tonio, who's played yeah. by former Brazilian Olympic swimmer hmm. Romulo oh. Arantes, who also appeared in Blame It on Rio. Along with our uni-browed friend, Eduardo Conde. And then he went on to appear in many Brazilian TV shows. Mm-hmm. That's how all the swimmers' lives pan That's out. That's how their lives pan out. That's right. Uh, again, before he passes away. Unfortunately, like this whole cast, everyone's gone. Like oh. No one's around anymore. It's very oh, no. sad. Um, but uh, he passed away like in his 40s from Oof. another plane flight. Hmm. He was a private pilot. And he went up and came right back down oh no oh no yeah that's pretty rare actually really is it it is yeah it is but you know what isn't what is also equally as rare is having a serious business conversation on a cessna 172 without headphones (laughs) because he says really yeah they do have a conversation get in the plane because we have to talk business Mm -hmm. they have a long conversation in our speaking voice, as you hear us right now, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. no headphones on. Oh, okay. That is not possible. Yeah, it's a little loud. It's a little loud it's in there. It's a little loud in there. They do have a conversation, though, in the car when he's driving away from the um, cemetery. And this is essentially a, a little window into their relationship, Ali Antonio. Are you crazy? They'll kill you. How do I know you're not going to kill me? That's really stupid. I'm Amanda's best friend. I just risked my life to save you, so don't be stupid. I don't like being called stupid. That's going to be a lot of their chatter for a while. And all that is clearly masking. If you've never seen this movie but heard that clip, what would you think from hearing that? These two are going to fuck later. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's snarky fuck talk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Yep, mm-hmm. I mean, but boy, do they talk, does the stupid riff go throughout a ton of this movie? It takes, it, it takes, a, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's and, a lot. And it's on both sides, so it's not oh, a one-sided yeah. no, affair. No. When they finally uh, coalesce 
and enjoy each other's bodies. What is that? Is this not getting better? Coalesque? When when he finally takes the heart to the hole. (laughs) That's what you wanted to say all along. Why are you dancing around it? Um, they do this. They 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 presumably have sex under a waterfall. (laughs) You're ruined. You're that is my favorite scene. A thousand hundred percent. But wouldn't you just be struggling for air? Of, the whole of course, time? yes. Of course, yes. You would just be like, I can we just? I, I can't. Can we get out from the waterfall? No, not I only can't. would you, but you watch them struggle <laughs> to have that be at all sexy as they are pelted like with a fire hose intensity of water mm-hmm. hitting their bare flesh and is, you feel their pain it is absolutely my favorite scene also I tonio is scene. an aggressive kisser aggressive <laughs> oh. aggressive like yeah she can't he is move kissing away her like he is trying to lick the last of the spreadable butter <laughs> out of the plastic tub it is aggressive you guys know what that's like yeah. when you get the net tub gets when down at the low. bottom when you, and, and there's no is, there's no knife it's only, available it's only <laughs> the only thing you can do to get that the rest of that butter out is your, yeah. use your tongue you have to it's the only way it's the only way to get it all oh yeah that's uh, so hoffman says they're gonna need an army to break into his compound and and i would say that's true or Conversely, five people. <laughs> well, various strengths and hold on, timeout. Specialties. How big is an army? Right, right. I right. mean, that's up to everyone's right. idea of what an army size Some is. Some might say five is an army. Some might say five is merely a quorum. Yeah, <laughs> but or it's a board of directors meeting. Right. Either way, right. it's an it's army of, ch- of, of 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 chairmen. It's where it's how you use your skills mm-hmm. can yes. be an army. Right. And so, uh, I also, mean, I feel like especially the, the term compound a little like that implies that I think it's going to be like a large, like fortressy. It's a pretty big place. And I feel like it's, and it's so hidden away. easy to land and take off a helicopter from there. They could have just helicoptered right in. But they had to, I'm presuming, use Amanda's notes. Did they use her notes? They did. did they use that's a, how they got is that there. How they did yes, it? that's I, how they got there. But they didn't want to take the helicopter in because they needed to sneak up on them because it was five against the twenty-five. Army. Right, twenty. <laughs> I mean, maybe roughly. Maybe there were there were a lot maybe of brown twenty. Ha- a lot of brown-haired dudes in brown clothes. So <laughs> yeah. it, they could have yeah. swapped doubled those up. out. Just well, the same dude doubled up around <laughs> trying to look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But here's what they don't have that our heroes have outside of winning personalities and a good old time together where they all laugh at the same joke, which is always something I love. When they, when there's a movie where they put together a bad joke and everybody heartily laughs, mm. I'm pretty much in. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what they do have. Grenades. And mm-hmm. that's the key. Mm-hmm. And a rocket launcher. Because the bat, yes, which comes crucial, but they really use all the grenades a lot. And the bad guys presumably have none. They have no grenades. They came, they did not have grenades. Because no. it mm-hmm. takes them all out to have mm-hmm. those grenades. Mm-hmm. They also had time bombs, but with basically a kitchen oven timer as mm-hmm. the timing mm-hmm. mechanism. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which I just found creative. 
Yeah. You know, that's that's you looking at mm-hmm. what you have and saying, I could make the most out of this. Yeah. That yes. I would have to throw on uh, probably Nelia, the, who loves to smoke cigars. Mm. Uh, and we, why does she like to, to smoke cigars? I don't know. I don't remember. She says, uh, I like cigars, but not because I like long, pointy things in my mouth. Hmm. So we still don't know. <laughs> so Nelia is part of our gang. Also Kong, the boat captain. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Literally enters the movie an hour in. And also Ramon, who helps somehow. Uh, kind of. I mean, he's there. He's He rounds out. He also he gives it an even five. I, what I love is when they meet Ramon is that they come up. And Nellie is like, here's my friend Ramon. Introduces them. She's like, I'm going to go talk to Ramon by myself. They're like, okay. Just order some beers, Ramon says. It's on the house. So they sit down. Can I get a beer? And then then Allie's like, two beers. Oh, two cervezas. Dos cervezas, por favor. Then they come back. The waiter starts pouring the beer. Allie takes a sip of the beer and then, like, looks around. (laughs) I'm like... Cut? Anyone? <laughs> anyone? Anyone? Assistant director, second assistant, anyone call cut. Like, this is not needed. Mm-hmm. We don't need this at all. Then they come back in. Cool. Ramon's going to help. Anyway, we discussed it. You guys can take off. I'm going to sit here and talk to Ramon and have beers. This scene was not needed. We don't need any of this. Mm-mm. This is this is a bad use of everyone's time. I loved it. But Kong has the best comeback for Delia's... I want I want some spreadable butter, sexy uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. pickup line. She goes over to him and says, "Is it true that all muscly guys just have a small dick?" And he just replies, "No." <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I don't know." What, no. That that's, was the perfect response, and that's what they <laughs> laugh about later on the boat. She makes another small dick joke, and everyone laughs but him. <laughs> It's, it's just it's like why do you keep going to that well he doesn't respond yeah he gives zero response he did yeah. he said no no it doesn't, and not a no no, no just, just no that's no mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't apply to me so he might be my favorite character in the whole movie yeah he might be sounds like we're talking a lot about things we loved and things we hated. <laughs> that's that a very ASMR wow. version. Wow. I don't want to scream it. Yeah. We're in person. I want to blow anyone's ears out. Yeah, no, right, I appreciate that. All right, let's talk about the things we love and things we hated. Uh, Erica. Oh my God, I'm not prepared to go first. Yeah, what's something you loved? Let's talk about it. I love the lack of dialogue in this movie. <laughs> sparse. Sparse. Real yeah. sparse. And I appreciated that. And bits and pieces. And what was there is peaked out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice and peaked. Or yes. was added Just, later. Oh, for saying, ever, if it gets a little loud, it gets a little... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we can make a movie. We're God, ready. That's all it takes. We're ready. We know how to record audio half-assedly. Mm-hmm. Hey. Been doing it for five Peeking years. Peeking out on sound, <laughs> loose plot. We're on year five of shittily recording this podcast. Uh, 
Yeah, so you like the lack of dialogue. Mark, what did you love? What I loved is that um, the Nazi team, in order to keep their plan hidden from the Nazi hunters, in order to keep everything that they're doing confidential, they chose the best medium possible. CBs. Mm-hmm. A platform that anyone can listen to anyone mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you tune to the right channel. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. I mm-hmm. liked that they decided, we're going to throw caution to the wind. And we're just going to talk about our dastardly plans on a really a totally public forum. It's like talking in a chat room that anyone yeah. can... Like posting your plan on Reddit and seeing what people say about it. <laughs> well, they they found us. They have a secret location base, so like hey, which they're talking about on a CB. You can hear us. So what? Come mm-hmm. find us. You mm-hmm. don't know where we are Come because between the time that you leave to find us to before you get to us, you're going to get so horny. <laughs> Right. Yeah. You'll you'll, never, be, you'll be lost in the jungle of able, lust. Yeah. No, sure. you'll give up. You'll have to. Uh, I loved some of the stuff we were talking about. There's not a lot of dialogue in this, but what dialogue there is, there's some really great lines in mm-hmm. this. Um, we listened to Carl talk to his uncle, and they discuss, you know, he discusses his plan with the spider serum. And just after that clip, Carl says to his uncle, he says, um, I know we haven't always agreed politically. <laughs> I'm like... What a way to discuss your Nazi uncle. Like, Mm -hmm. I love you, Nazi uncle. I know we Mm -hmm. don't always see eye to eye. Like, you were a master race and Mm -hmm. (laughs) wanted to destroy people. And I'm not so into that. But just what a weird way to phrase, like, I'm looking past the Nazi part of you. Um, There are many exchanges between Ali Antonio and, uh, and here's one. They're walking in the jungle early on. And he's saying, hey, we're, this is going to be a long walk. Are you going to be able to catch up, you know, and, and tag along? And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I walk 10K. I do 10Ks yeah, yeah. at my school. I could outrun you without... She yeah, said something about... I could run, run you into you, the ground. Run you into the ground or yeah. something like that. Right. How does one as young as you get to be such an expert in so many things? I get up early in the morning, and I don't waste time on bullshit. I mean, it is hard to argue with that. I mean, you are, like, she well, is not wrong. 100%. She's not wrong. No, I, I would be thinking, well, I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's right. you you use your time wisely. You don't, you know, I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of really great little lines like that in this movie. And uh, it's 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 enjoyable for 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 those lines. But let's switch to the things we hated. Erica, what's something you hated? And the version that we watched. <laughs> There's no different versions. Mark's confusing you. And the version we watched this different from the the version that Mark watched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it just true. felt like the camera was always, like someone kept bumping into it. And it was yeah. always kind of moving yeah. a little bit. See, that wasn't in mine. Ugh. The, the one I watched, it was perfectly clear. A lot of Panaglide. It was really well shot. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, wow. Not us. Did you watch the same movie as we did? There was no panty gliding in ours. It was just... No panty glidey? Yeah. No panty glidey. None. None. Yeah. So hey, it's really... It we should get the like... panty glidey. Let's get... Vic, did you grab the panty glidey? Vic, Vic, but you might... it's right by you. You're Vic's sitting right by here, it. not here, but Rick is here. Did you want us to call Rick? Rick is on set. 
Vic is here. I thought Vic was Vic is being paid to be here. There's a lot of like, but Rick is here. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, um, Mark, something you hated. I I just really hated the uh the the decor of that plane when <laughs> when she got on the plane. Did you watch any other scenes than the scenes in the plane? No, she went back to Paraguay, and I just thought, man, uh, you know. Airline travel's changed a lot. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, but certainly from a design aesthetic, it's gotten a lot better. I did appreciate the seats were much more spacious. She was evidently in coach because right. there were three seats right. on either side. But yeah, she could not afford uh, first class. But I, you know, I, I didn't. I just thought from doesn't this, pay to be a Nazi's nephew. <laughs> no, it never does. It never does. It never does. <laughs> I also like, <laughs> like the, the saying I, goes. I, I, I also um, didn't like. Sorry, uh, the shooting scene in the um, in the uh, gun range because her too much dialogue. <laughs> there was too much dialogue. <laughs> Bad trigger discipline. There was too much talking in a room that should be incredibly noisy and yeah. very difficult oh, to yeah. talk in. Yeah. And yet they were having just normal conversation like oh, this. Yeah. Like, like people oh, weren't just doing you, target practice you, right you next see, door. You seem to right. be really good how'd at you, the How did you learn how to oh, do this? You, how to do that? No, like, it just seemed, no, no, no. That anyone who's ever been to a gun range knows. It's not a chitty chatty place. It's not place. a chitty chatty place. But she also... Also when someone's firing, you back up. You don't lean in. You're not like, like next me, to their feet. Let me get next. You're not cheek to cheek. Is that why nobody would talk to me at the range? <laughs> let me let me get right next I'm to your gun. Plus, you're licking it. out the bottom of a spreadable butter container. It was to the bottom. What am I supposed to do? It's the best way to get it all. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you just you get that one good little piece on the end of your tongue and uh, spread it on a hot dog bun. That's right. That's how you do it. <laughs> but <laughs> when you're on the go. <laughs> Erica lost her, lost it. But she also, when she shot, she didn't time the kick of her reaction with her wrist oh. to the fake bullet that was being shot. Okay, so it was you'd see the little powder go, and then she would kick her wrist back. And I thought, no, that's the timing's a little off on. Yeah, it's pretty I'm much not trying to say I'm a ballistics expert. I'm just saying. There were some flaws. But you are it. saying you're a plane expert. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, you saw that, yes. but she did work there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, the thing I hated is that this is did not need to be this long. Mm. Yeah. I've been hinting at it. There's yeah. lots of fat in this movie. Yes. It does not need to be this long. Yeah. There's they lots. walk in the jungle for a long time. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of like, whoops, well, guess we'll need to do this now. Like, yeah. we don't need all Think of about it. all the sex breaks they had to stop and have. Well, we it's did. the jungle. But they should have shown those sex breaks. It was horn level 3000. Yeah. It was DEFCON horn. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, this does not need to be this long. It's an hour and 38 minutes. 39. 39 minutes. It doesn't need to be that long. It does not need to be that long at all. Also, when they do have their horn break. um, Mm -hmm. Favorite uh, scene. We're about to get to it. Tonio Tonio pulls something off between Allie's legs. Was that her underwear or was that some seaweed? It was her underwear. Because it's sort of just a light brown. (laughs) They don't focus on it. It's like a tan 
watching through it the and second I thought, time. Was I, that just like a like a weed that he was no, said? Oh, by the way, this panties. is stuck. Seaweed panties. <laughs> the but best kind. Watching through it the second time. So she she's wearing panties when she gets in the water. Breathe when you don't. Breathe when you want, and warm when you don't. <laughs> And watching the second time, she goes full nude, and she's still wearing panties when they go in the water. So he takes her panties off once he is aggressively kissing her near the edge of the water. Right, near the edge of the water. When he says, like, they've been... The, the, the speech that he The, the he, speech he, he gives. Has and is then ludicrous. He, he aggressively kisses her he so He aggressively hard. kisses her. Um, since we're talking about favorite scenes... And we're are there. we talking about favorite scenes? We are now because it's mine. But, oh, it's oh, my okay. favorite scene, so I'm going first. Uh, this scene is probably the wildest sex scene we've seen since Crystal Heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. But still nowhere near Crystal Heart. I don't know. It, this one still, they are trying to get into sexy time. Well, they are literally being pelted with water. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is so painful. And they are trying so hard to make it look like it's sexy and not. Their skin is reddish. Like, they're yeah. getting yeah. pelted with water. Yeah. It's painful to look at them. And those rocks look painful. The like, rocks aren't comfortable. And... At one point, they're kissing, and it's kind of the, the camera's going in close, and Allie just kind of like laughs because she's just got water in her mouth. It's like. <laughs> it's she is for a split second like this is ludicrous that yes. we're doing this mm-hmm. and you're like yeah it is and they needed at least 10 more angles because this is the dumbest it is not i don't know why they thought this would be so sexy but it was it was not it's their attempt at the blue awful. lagoon and it's right it's, right it's it's very uncomfortable oh my gosh it's so uncomfortable you feel but so bad my favorite for those scene. actors Bad, and yet I thank them for what they did to give us this scene. Because, oh my gosh. Uh, I thought it was an amazing scene. Favorite scene. Erica, your favorite scene. That, water, that waterfall scene's up there, but... It's hard I, to beat. I do think, though, my favorite scene has to be the the underwater bomb reveal. Oh, yeah. The mines. Yeah. The mines, yeah. yes. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. The mines. The planted mines. That ponytail has somehow gone out, set, and planted in the river. Right, 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 right. And then you see stock footage of an alligator or crocodile. I, I know there's differences, but I don't yep. know them. Sli- you know, slithering into the water. Slithering. He goes in- <laughs> slithers into the water. <laughs> and then explodes. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then there's a scene that's... Clearly shot later right. at some point in a totally a different, different camera. Place. It's grainy. It's in a yeah. different place mm-hmm. where it's ponytail and the other guy and Johan and Johan and they're like, yeah, it works. That's it. You're yeah, like, what they'll are, never, are they they'll never, they'll never come back yeah. now. Yeah, where he, are they watching? They this thought from? that they blew up the boat maybe because they clearly don't have a good vantage point. But then Unibrow says. I'm just angry that I didn't get to shoot them. I, I wasn't able to shoot them in their eyes. In their eyes, right? And shoot person. them in their eyes. And the other guy laughs. You and I'm like, barely what? killed Amanda. You were just lucky that you killed Amanda. Yeah, because she's a dumb dumb standing up on a toilet in a bathroom. Uh, that felt like dumb stall. luck on his part. Yep. So of course he thought an exploding alligator was and the, it, them being definitely killed. not them. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that is great. That was my favorite scene. That is good. That's a good call. Mark? Um, I would have to say my favorite scene is when Amanda dies. Mm. Because, okay. I mean, fuck. You just got married. Mm-hmm. It's day two. It's carnival. And you're already Feeling back like the on the fucking market. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Amanda? No, I'm talking about her husband. Carl. Just Carl. Just being, Carl. Just being like, they got to enjoy the best part of marriage. And then the he, first day. Carnival. My lord. <laughs> then, carnival. And then he is back on the market. We haven't even entered the carnival stage of our marriage, Erica. <laughs> I feel like I was murdered in a bathroom years ago. So maybe you just missed it. Maybe you missed carnival. <laughs> and then just, just put saying, your body at your desk. They yeah. haven't had one toilet seat up argument. <laughs> and he got yeah. to skip all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just say like, oh, well, mm-hmm. all right. I guess I'm back on it. Mm-hmm. And he's got a sad story to sell the ladies. Oh, God. That'll mm-hmm. crush in the mm-hmm. bars. Mm-hmm. But he <laughs> does have to put up with her daughter a little bit. That's going to be a little yeah, bit of a problem. Yeah, a little bit. And How unfortunately, much... he opens with, my uncle, my Nazi and uncle and I, and I don't always see eye to eye on politics. <laughs> and people are like, excuse me? He's like, Hold on. Can hear we me out. Hear that? me out. No, 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 no. It's, it's my uncle, my favorite uncle. He's the one who's the Nazi. I love him a lot. I, I know. But I, I understood not... that the first time you said it. No, no, no. no, no. But, like... but see, he's the Nazi, not me. I'm not a Nazi. No, no, no. I'm totally cool. But, but my on. uncle, whom I love, he's the Nazi. <laughs> my wife was murdered in a toilet. Can I finish that spreadable butter? <laughs> God, the last bit is the best part. <laughs> It's just tucked into that corner. Mm. And there's no way you can get at it with a knife. Nope. That's, you'd that. also have to craft a different story. Because if you are going to use the angle that your wife just died as a way to pick up on someone Well, else, you don't want to get into the details, Mark. Don't but get I'm into just, the details. But I'm saying when, when inevitably the question is asked. How did she do, die? Do you mind if I ask? Mm-hmm. How, how, how did she die? Saying she died in the bathroom mm-hmm. is probably not the best way to you're do like, it. You're like, she died in the bathroom. I'm like, ew. And you're like, no, be cool. Her throat was slit. Don't be gross. By this, her throat, cr- this her creepy throat, commandant by, of my Nazi uncle. Right, God. right, right. Get your head out of the gutter. And then she revealed her pussy to some strange woman. Yeah. She was she found had a by a stranger. Bus. She had an unmatchable, just remarkable blonde bush. So... <laughs> Please. Anyway. Anyway, can I get you another drink? Right. It's getting a little loud in here. You want to go somewhere a little quieter? Like an airplane, maybe? Let's I've go got get butter. I got a tiny Cessna just waiting for us. Got we butter have, spread no, away the headphones. We can really talk there. Uh, well, ah. if I don't end up divorced after this episode, nothing's going to make that happen. Ah. So you you only really enjoyed the first day and a half, huh, Mark? <laughs> but as God is his witness, he's gonna find out who killed her. Mm-hmm. He's he your uncle, it. dude. It's he real easy. Does. Yeah, but he never does. Read Calls no- coming from inside the house, Carl. Honestly, just read one of her three hundred eighty-five <laughs> notebooks. He didn't read one of those notebooks. No. Never read them. He's like, no. just here. She wrote them all the time. God knows. You enjoy. Mm-hmm. Get close to your mom. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. To Mark's point. I'm back. I'm back in. I gotta get back in the game. 
<laughs> All right, let's go to final questions. Here are our final questions for Hell Hunters. Um, so if you see somebody at your wedding snapping photos with a fancy camera that isn't your photographer, is that suspicious? Not sexy. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay. Um, how how many business meetings have you been to where a loud noise occurs and then you're told the whole place is mine and it was just an, uh, an unfortunate animal, so not to worry? Mm-hmm. Last week. Last week? Did that yeah. happen last week? Yep, mm-hmm. last yeah. week. I love how the calm, the like sort of noise of everybody was, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 I just mined the whole place. It's an unfortunate animal. Don't worry about that loud explosion. No big weed. You're oh. safe here. I'm surrounded where we right. are, but mines. Oh, I thought something was happening, but mm. apparently just an animal exploded by all the mines that are everywhere. No mm-hmm. big deal. I'm comfortable here. Mm-hmm. Continue the meeting. Uh, when Unibrow does get shot, mm. I was like, "Is that was that the best moment? Because finally, Martin decides to take his revenge because he's been very upset that Unibrow killed his only living relative of mm-hmm. Carl. Mm-hmm. But he puts it off. And he tries to make nice with them and mm-hmm. pretend that they're on good terms for a large part of the movie. But once the whole his whole base is under siege, that's when he decides to kill Unibrow. When when you would think at this point, let him just go out and try to shoot everybody who maybe somebody else gets him. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But is that also, the time to take your revenge when well, everybody's attacking your compound? How about this? Kill the five army people, then let's regroup on this. You can put a pin in it and say, like, let's, I want to talk with you about my nephew. We'll get to that later. I just want you to know once we're done with all these five army people, or five army people, whatever. Army of five. Army of five. We're going to talk about this. It just felt like a real forced conversation when you are about to get your ass kicked. For some reason, by yeah. five people. It's bad timing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that whole speech could have been cut out of this podcast. Mm. <laughs> Your speech? Yeah. That, I mean, if we're going to talk about <laughs> embellishing and uh, having things in a podcast or a movie that are too long, we can cut that whole part out. Well, you're editing, so that's like up to you. We've already been recording longer than this movie, right? Is that... Right. Okay, so finally, Mark, did this give you Angel of Death vibes? Yes. In fact, the whole movie, I was thinking this is another angel of death, but not as good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really liked angel of death. I know you did. But this was angel of death. It was the missing in action too to angel of death. Yeah, right, right. Well, again, if it was 15 minutes shorter, this could have really... Pulled off some. I, I still think it would be in second to Angel of Death. It Is Angel needed... of Death anything like Faces of Death? <clears throat> you, 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 you've watched this movie. We talked about it. We watched Angel of Death. I think I would remember if we watched Angel of Death. Did I like I, it? It's the one with the woman talks like this. Remember? I like met this guy at a restaurant. He was very nice. He had a nice. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> I do remember it now. Thank he... you for telling me that, Ryan. Ryan reminds me of a lot of different things. He tells me things all the time. He's a smart guy. I walked in. He had a black t-shirt on. He's in a podcast. He's always wearing headphones. He's got a lot of research. Look at him with his notebook. And then he put me in his really amazing sports car. <laughs> oh, the I sports car. I remember it. I'm back now. You're back. How do you guys remember 
every movie we've watched. Good <laughs> lord. Is it just me? Goes yeah. just on the eyes and just zip. As soon as we talk about it, it's gone. Yeah, it's history. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> well, some of these I can understand why you aren't committing these to memory. I get it. Some of these, most of these, all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Take your pick. Here's some quick research. So, so how are we even talking about this movie? This movie does not get released into theaters, if at all, by anyone, but certainly not New World. It doesn't get released on video by New World. In fact, it's released by New Star Video. New Star Video has a has an emblem that looks a lot like New World, too. So it's very confusing because it did say New World Video, but it was released by New World Video in Canada. And here's how. It's via their partnership with Mallow Video or Mallow Film. So in the late 70s, Roger, when Roger Corman owned New World Pictures, they uh, formed a partnership with Pierre David's Mutual Films Corporation Limited of Montreal and Canada so that they could release more movies into Canada. And Pierre David is the guy who who produced a lot of films in Canada, including some of the, some of Cronenberg's movies. He also produced Cover Girl, other movies that New World released. And so they joined forces. And so New World Mutual is how a lot of New World movies were released in Canada. And yes, there are certain titles that were released in Canada. Uh, I that knew were... you were good. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Damn it. Here is what Corman said about the partnership. He said, quote, I want the films that are Canadian, but will reach the international market. I think the market here in Canada is just too small to support feature film production with the current cost level. So he was going to bring a lot of his New World Films into Canada, and how he did it through the partnership with Pierre David. They even had an office in in Quebec and an office in Toronto to handle the English-Canadian market. Now, just around the same time as Corman sells off New World, uh, a producer in Canada named Rene Malo, he buys most of the shares of New World Mutual. In fact, he buys... Oh, he buys all the Canadian shares of New mm. World Mutual. So he basically buys out Pierre David. And this is April 1983. Um, so he basically, Rene Malo, he is going to be the exclusive Canadian distributor of those two. Mm. And by the end of the decade, so you'll have this going, by the time New World's going out, Malo buys up 100% of the company not just that share so it new world's out because of course new world was falling apart and so was new world video but that is how this movie is a new world movie it was released via Milo video and new world video and i thanked them for it and you when we i found the poster i made sure to find the poster and we which we will post in the socials which has not only the Milo symbol but also the New World video symbol. How many more of these are there? How many more Mallow? 350 of them. Oh, my There's God. so many. There's so many movies you're going to be able to watch and talk about and forget. Just think of them. <laughs> oh, man. They won't log a lot of time in your brain. No, they won't be in there for That's long. True. That's for That's sure. True. They yeah. dip in, they dip out. And that is it. That is how uh, we are talking about this movie because of that connection. And wow. that is it. For Hell Hunters, and that is it for our first 
February. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. This was fun. What a wild collection of movies. (laughs) Sometimes when you are blind buying, let's say, like when I blind buy some movies, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you get that amazing film that you're like, this is a classic I'm going to live with, like Alien Private Eye. And sometimes you get movies like Eye of the Eagle, where you're like, wow, I felt like there's lots of ingredients that I've liked in previous uh, films. This month felt like when someone's like, hey, do you want dessert? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, here's angel food cake. And you're like, mmm, cake. And then you bite into it and you're like, what the fuck is this? You're like, it's, <laughs> it's really like, dry. Doughy, but dry, but sweet, but what the, this is the- cake. You keep taking bites and it just feels like the piece is getting bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somehow. And you're yeah. like, I'm yeah. never going to get through this thing. Yeah. God, I love angel food cake. Do you? <laughs> oh, boy. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to hear our other episodes, especially as we transition next month into March Madness, go to our website. That's Erica's month. She's Woo. excited. Um, so go to I don't our know. Web- I've been excited before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com, and you can listen to all of our episodes. You can buy a t-shirt. We don't have a Patreon. So what you can do to help this podcast, if you'd like to do so, is look at our many designs. You could buy sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, uh, pins, stickers, coffee mugs, mouse pads, coffee clocks. mugs, clocks, Clock? pillows. Get yourself. What your- time is it? It's New World Pictures time, is it? It's New World Pictures time, is it? It's New World Pictures time. You can buy all those. Nice. You can buy all those things at our website. That's where you can get the links to it. Help us out. Buy buy some of our merch that would help us out. Or what you could do is tune in next week for another episode of the New World Pictures podcast. Bye, everybody.